Yo, 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 this is the podcast. Let's talk more. Do I'm your host, Lamar Griffin. Um, I don't really know how to start this or how to say this, but I feel like it would be uh not not right of me not to speak about Kobe and what's happened and what's transpired. Uh seeing how I'm I'm a big Kobe fan and he was someone that, you know, definitely made an impact in my life, someone that I was looking forward to getting on the podcast, having on my book. I'd actually been working on emailing people and and writing people and talking to people to know Kobe and getting closer and closer to actually meeting him and talking to him to be a person to be interviewed for the book as we have the WNBA in common. Uh, We both are fathers, have daughters. Uh, But nonetheless, I want to put this podcast out before I put out any other episodes just to make sure I tell my uh, my Kobe stories on the podcast. And, you know, if you don't want to listen, I totally understand this is a little bit different, but I figured that I have a podcast, I have a platform. I definitely want to, you know, air my feelings and yeah, I just I just needed to get it off my chest and I feel like it was the right thing to do before I, you know, release some of the the guests that we've been interviewing some of the podcast. We remember Kobe Bryant wasn't just a Laker. He was, as Magic himself said, the greatest of them all, a friend, a father, an icon. We see it now as Kobe plays on in towering murals and forearm tattoos, in meticulously painted fingernails and simple pencil sketches. in carefully arranged flowers and basketballs and jerseys, and altered subway signs, and changed lives. Kobe was beloved unlike any other. He captured the hearts of an entire generation. He was even introducing us to the next one. Kobe and his daughter in the building. It's the way he made us feel. From even the littlest fans, to his very own daughters. Like no dreams were out of reach. Like nothing was impossible. He set out to be like Mike, and here we are wanting to be like Kobe. Kobe! 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 Shoot paper balls in a trash can. Kobe! He helped forge a dynasty, tore it down, built another. That was the audacity of Kobe. Inspiring and maddening. He made us believe we too could be the greatest. We just had to put in the work, like Kobe. We're going to do it for Kobe. We just had to dream big, like Kobe. We just had to keep going like Kobe. So we don't just grieve. As fans, we remember the man and the lesson. With every eight and every 24. With every tossed ball of crumpled paper. We sing his name. We channel his spirit. 
we silently run down the shot clock. Mamba out. We remember, and we play on. So first and foremost, uh, Kobe Bryant is much more than a basketball player. We all know him for, you know, the 60 points on his last game, the 81 points, uh, the championships, the five rings, uh, him and Kobe's back and forth. We know him for a lot of different things. But for me, uh, I'm a big shoe guy, so Kobe's were always something that was, you know, Kobe as a player was so, you know, big in a sense that I always wanted to wear his shoe. My mom always did what she had to do to get me Jordans and Kobe's. I always had a pair, and it was just something, you know, ever growing up from a kid to be able to have a pair of Kobe's, and, you know, it was like, you know, it was just cool. You'd throw something in the trash can and yell, Kobe. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's it's just it's just surreal to think that he's no longer with us, and I definitely want to make sure I uh, give my condolences to everyone that was affected and all the people that lost their lives that day, not just Kobe, uh, Gigi, um, and the other the other several people that were aboard the helicopter when it went down. But um, when I heard the news about Kobe, actually, I was shooting the Pro Bowl. So, I mean, it was the, shooting the Pro Bowl has been uh, the NFL Pro Bowl down in Orlando was one of the biggest, biggest things in my career thus far as football and photography. It was a goal of mine on my 2020 uh, to-do list to, you know, to shoot the Pro Bowl. I, I didn't know if I'd make it or not as a freelance uh, photographer, videographer. But I did. I got to shoot the Pro Bowl, and, you know, it was, uh, it was a lot of work. It was uh, more work than I had expected. It was something that uh, really pushed me mentally, and I, and I loved every minute of it. I got to shoot for an amazing player. I got to get some amazing content. But, you know, during the Pro Bowl, I got a text, and it said uh, Kobe died. And uh, the person that sent me the text spelled Kobe's name wrong, so I kind of didn't I, – I was reading it, but I didn't really – like it, it, it just wasn't right. So I was like – I put it together in my head, and I was like – Kobe like Kobe Bryant and then I looked over at JDP JDP was with me at the time this happened he's like yeah man uh, Kobe Bryant uh, passed away today and initially uh, you know I'm I'm working right so I'm taking pictures I'm like I'm 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 doing my job what what I do for a living I'm you know I'm trying to take pictures and then the play was over I was done taking pictures and I kind of just I kind of just looked around the stadium and I just saw everyone talking and uh, you know, different people were just everyone just looked concerned and like the stadium had a totally different feel. I actually looked at uh, Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson. They were talking and I just I mean, that kind of just confirmed it. Just the look on their faces. It was just like. This is true, like Kobe, Kobe's no longer with us. So for me, it hit me. It, I, I had to like digest it because it was so I mean, I'm a I'm a huge Kobe Bryant fan, but, you know, to take that in in that moment where I'm trying to shoot the highest, highest level that I can. I'm at the NFL Pro Bowl, the best players in the entire world. I'm trying to be on my tip top A game. And then I get the news that, you know, someone that I watched, looked up to, admired, was literally trying to get on this podcast, get in my book, be able to take some knowledge from him, had passed away. When his life was actually, you know, just getting started, he was starting to do so many different things, you know, aside from basketball. That was a lot for me to take in. You know, I actually 
actually shed a few tears and it was, um, you know, but I had to pull it together. I had to, I had to keep working. I couldn't just stop and, you know, just cry on the sideline. So that was really hard for me. Then my wife called me, you know, she, uh, my wife called me, she was at the game. She comforted me. She asked me, it was all right. And, you know, told me, told me that his daughter was on the with him. So that was also, you know, that was another huge blow. I, I'm a big advocate. If you already don't know, you should know. I'm a huge advocate of the WNBA. I've been an advocate of the WNBA ever since I can remember because my childhood friend and hero Tiffany Hayes made it to the WNBA way back when. I mean, a lot of years ago, she played for UConn, and then she ended up playing for Atlanta Dream, the team that she still currently plays for. She's the face of the franchise. I was always a fan because I was a fan of her, so that made me a fan of the women's game. My wife played basketball. I mean, female basketball professional women basketball is just something that I'm really passionate about and I've been passionate about and now that I have a daughter you know it's just everything just makes sense and that was something that Kobe was also passionate about but to speak to Gigi I used to always love watching her mixtapes and you know checking on seeing how she was doing what kind of player she was becoming in the female game I was super excited because I was hoping that she would go to UConn like Tiffany did and you know, hopefully play for Gino, then, you know, Kobe would be around UConn a lot more. But, yeah, I just – but after my wife told me, so, so you know, I'm standing on the sideline with my camera in hand, me and JDP are trying to work, and I'm just – I just keep thinking about different Kobe moments, and that's why I wanted to, on this podcast, share some of them. The first time I saw Kobe Bryant was in Orlando, Florida, uh, when they played the Orlando Magic. Now, I found out Kobe had passed away. I'm standing in Orlando, Florida – shooting the NFL Pro Bowl. Right now, I'm recording this podcast in my house, in my home in Denver, Colorado. But as you guys know, I'm from Florida. So um, to see Kobe in Orlando and then to find out what happened to Kobe in Orlando, I don't know if that's coincidence. I don't I don't know. I don't, I don't get into that stuff. But I remember that week, my mom had just been, like, hanging these different things over my head, like, just crazy shit. Like, <laughs> like you got to do this. You got to do this in school. You got to do these chores. Just doing all these different things to make me like be on my best behavior, which I was because if I didn't, I couldn't go see Kobe. So I was doing, you know, I was just the fucking perfect kid that week, just leading up to it. I went with my best friend, Scott and his family. Uh, we went to the magic game and I got to see Kobe for the first time. And it was, I mean, I was just so excited to see a player of his caliber at that young of an age. And you know, you guys know I played college football. I played a little basketball in high school, but you know, I ended up playing college football, but watching Kobe play basketball that night, I remember as a kid really just motivated me to work harder in football, basketball, and track just because that Mamba mentality is just something that it doesn't matter if it's basketball or badminton or swimming or being a lawyer or being a doctor or being an astronaut. The Mamba mentality goes further than just sports, and it's a lifestyle, man, so to – to, for Kobe not to be here anymore, it's crazy. That mama mentality is going to carry on for sure because what Kobe left us and the things that he did while he was here, I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's just tough. But, yeah, I, I got to see Kobe. Uh, that was my first time seeing Kobe. I would see him uh, several more times. But the the latest time, the last time I saw Kobe was recently at this, uh, this year's, uh, the past WNBA All-Star game which was held in Las Vegas. Uh, shout out my homegirl, Kayla McBride. She played for the Las Vegas Aces. I took my daughter to the game because, you know, my wife played basketball. I'm a big fan of basketball. 
Uh, we wanted to go to the game. Malia got to go to the All-Star game, wanted to meet some of the, the All-Stars. And my wife got this video that she sent to me that it's a video of me and Malia uh, watching the game. And then on the Jumbotron, they were showing Kobe and his daughter as Kobe was, you know, talking to his daughter, probably giving her some coaching strategies and just, you know, telling her how to play the game like the Mamba. And it was so cool because, you know, my wife had put something on the Snapchat to, I think it said like Kobe and his daughter, uh, uh, like Lamar and Malia and Kobe and his daughter. Like it was cool. I was in the same building as Kobe with his daughter doing the same thing that he was doing. He was teaching his daughter about the game, trying to show her the best female basketball players in the world. I was in the building with my daughter, trying to teach her the game, showing her the best female basketball players in the world. And for that moment, me and Kobe shared the same common goal as fathers was to show our daughters that this is what it looks like when you work hard and you get to the top of your field because all the WNBA players there were the best of the best in the world. So that was the last time I would I would see Kobe. And then, of course, this uh, this podcast is based off of a book that I'm trying to complete. Uh, one of the biggest people that I've been trying to get on on the uh, on the on the podcast in the book and on the podcast is Kobe. I mean, there's a lot of people that I know that mutually know Kobe and I was getting closer and closer and closer. And yeah, just now that it never happened. And that's just such a small a small thing. And, you know, how. And now that would never happen. But I just wanted to I wanted to make this podcast before I put out other episodes with other uh, amazing people because I just wanted to pay my respects on this podcast because when Malia uh, listens to this when she's old enough, I wanted to know that I'm going to teach her about Kobe. As uh, my friend Adrian Lewis, uh, Coach Lewis, he's a basketball coach down in, uh, in Oregon, he said he's going to teach his daughter about Kobe. Uh, I think his daughter's first words may have been Kobe. I mean, don't. Don't quote me on that, but uh, my, my guy Adrian, he just loved Kobe, and uh, his daughter used to always yell Kobe. It was just something so cool. Uh, when a man's in, a man's impact makes that much of an impact on you, you know he has to be a good person of character, a good man of faith, uh, just a good human being. So like Adrian said, uh, I'm going to teach my daughter who Kobe is. I'm going to teach her about the mama mentality, uh, about that work ethic, that drive, that persistence. And I'm just sad that I won't be able to actually take her to the Mamba Academy and Kobe be there because Malia will go to the Mamba Academy and she will train there. She will, you know, play basketball in Los Angeles at some point if she wants to play basketball, but she'll never get to meet Kobe. She'll just get to watch videos and, and hear things about who he was. And I definitely want to make sure I teach her and tell her who he was from my perspective and from the world's perspective. But I, I don't know, man. This is tough, and I don't want to start crying. So I appreciate you guys listening. Um, if you got any any Kobe stories that really, you know, resonate with your heart that you want to tell me, uh, please go to the Instagram. Uh, I'm going to probably put up a question or something like that, like, you know, tell your best Kobe story, you know, what you remember. And uh, I want to remember Kobe like he was, like he was. Uh, an amazing person, amazing father, amazing basketball player one of the most driven human beings in the world that's how I'm always going to see Kobe being Bryant and that's and that's forever um so this is the podcast let's talk more do I'm your host Lamar Griffin uh Mamba for life uh, rest in peace Kobe rest in peace everyone that was aboard the helicopter uh my prayers go out to the families that were affected and yeah that, that's all I got man appreciate you guys for listening peace <laughs>